hear you. Now, can you hear me? I can. It helps when you turn the mute button off. <laughs> At least your mic is working. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. This is true. Happy uh, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you, too. Thank you. Did you have a good trip? Uh, I did. It was a very, very lovely trip. Um, my best friend's daughter was graduating from law school. Um, I've known her since she was three. So, and she's t- turning 27 this week. Um, so, uh, anyway, yeah. So I went down for that and helped her mom and, you know, all that stuff. So it was good. It was really good and good to see her family and all that that I hadn't seen in a while, see her kids and, um, all of that was good and law school and party you know law school graduation and then the parties and all that stuff and then um she and I actually took a spa afternoon which was really lovely oh nice yeah yeah I had a facial she had a massage so that sounds glorious it was it was glorious it was lovely 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 um and then I came back yeah last night uh Sunday night Sunday night so came back to reality came back to reality yeah (laughs) all the fun stuff all the fun stuff um how was your mother's day what did you do it was good I went to my mom's house and uh we just like hung out Uh, we ordered we were we were not trying to go to a restaurant yeah that was a problem for us too (laughs) yeah I was not gonna do that um so we yeah we just spent time together which was nice I spent all day there so Usually we just see each other in passing. In passing as you're handing right. over the kid. <laughs> as you're right. running to work or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's good. You got to spend some time together and all yes. that. Um, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. I still haven't seen my own kid um, <laughs> because his, he was working all day today. And of course, I got back late last night and, you know. I'd already told him, you know, I was like, look, I, I don't know when I'm going to be getting home on Sunday because I was doing breakfast with them before driving home. And I'm like, I don't know what, you know, when I'm going to get home or whatever. So, you know, you're off the hook. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no pressure. No, no pressure or anything. Like, go, go, you know, go see, uh, you know, your girlfriend's mom or go see your stepmom, you know, go, go with those others. Cause, you know, he's got all these other competing families. I was like, it's fine. Go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was working all day today and he was going to come by after and he couldn't. So um, I will see him. Probably Wednesday because I have to be. I'm gonna be in the office tomorrow, <laughs> um, oh. and so I won't see him tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, such is life, right? You know, his life. He's working. He's working a lot because he wants to earn as much as he can in this short period that he's home. So, yeah, I've been in the restaurant business like my whole adult life. Right. So I've never had holidays off. So I really don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I know to avoid restaurants. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We ended up like at a bagel place. Nice. Because the kids didn't know to make reservations. Ah. You know, God bless them. You know, they're adults, but they didn't think that you would need them. And the, their first choice place that we went to was like, they were like, we can fit you in at 6.15 tonight. <laughs> like uh yeah no um let's go somewhere where there's not gonna be <laughs> lines out the door right um so we ended up with getting bagels and coffee and stuff and it was it was lovely good so 
Like, I don't need anything fancy. I don't need anything, really. I mean, you know, but. Mm-hmm. And then I came home and um, had a life mate had gotten some flowers and and he'd gotten me um, sushi. Ooh. Uh, he was like, there's noms in the fridge. Like he put it like the card because he was like asleep when I got home. So he had put this card and then he put on this note. He's like, there's noms in the fridge. And I opened the door, the fridge and there was the sticky saying noms because that's what we call the wor- <laughs> that's what we call the worms that we give to the bearded dragon, Charlotte. Like, oh, go eat your noms. And so he said he got noms for me and and it was a thing of sushi. Nice. Yeah. So I had like food waiting for me and uh, and stuff, which was nice, which was very lovely and unexpected. And it was nice after like driving, you know, driving north on 95 through, you know, once I hit King's Dominion, it was just, I wasn't, I wasn't moving, you know, I mean, there's no way to avoid that. So that Virginia traffic right there is awful. Yeah, no matter when or where or how, you're always going to hit traffic between where we live up here and like Quantico. Like the 95 is always full of traffic. The only time I never hit, tra- I didn't hit traffic was when we were driving down to North Carolina through there and we left at like two in the morning um, when we were going down for Thanksgiving because um, had a life mate was working. He, those are his hours that he works anyway, right? So he was, he had worked the day, but we we're, going to be leaving and so he slept like his normal and he woke up like his normal time would be to to go to work but instead of going to work he got in the car and we drove and then (laughs) me and baby stepbrother you know got to sleep so yeah so we were going through that area like three in the morning you know and that's the best time the only time i've ever experienced no traffic or little fewer traffic on there so yeah it was like took me like three hours just to get from king's dominion up here which is to my house which is on the southern end of you know um of north you know northern virginia anyway anyway enough about that so um (laughs) so you have discovered the hate for hannah club on um, watching below deck med tell me about it so I really, really wanted to like her. I really did. And the more I'm only on what what I just started season four today. And I just don't understand her. I don't get it. She's like all over the place. She's kind of selfish. I feel is like. This, is this the season where she has the complete anxiety attack over the yes. day? Okay. Yes. Which. It's I would never ever talk shit about anybody having a mental health crisis, right? Right, because God only knows what. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, we all go through stuff, and so I'm not judging her for that. Mm-mm. But I am judging her for her behavior after and before that. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> I feel like. Um, Why don't you recap it for the people? Yeah. Well, and of course, like blending different seasons now, I'm like, okay, so basically her and that guy, Conrad or whatever his name is, were dating. Does his name even matter? I mean, they're all kind of meaningless. I was like, Colin, I'm like, no, Colin, I just watched Colin. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I guess she asked him for cigarettes. And so he said, you owe me 50 euros for cigarettes. And then she went on a whole dramatic tantrum, temper tantrum about how you know, she shouldn't have to pay him basically because they're dating and whatnot. And of course it was like drawn out and dramatic and just it like was over so the top. dramatic. Right. Oh my God. She was and like, 
it was like it was like he had killed her puppy right the way that she was acting like saying um you have to kill your dog before i move in with you was the way she was acting like they'd been together for like 10 years or something she's dating a dude that's 23 years old him whatever yeah and i'm just like first of all it's the way she talked to him that's what got me i was like if you had an issue like i get it like when you're dating somebody you want you want to be courted or like taken care of to a degree like you want to know that the guy is interested in you Mm -hmm. i get that but like actually communicating with that person and having an open and honest conversation about what your expectations are is what i would expect from a 30 year old not hissy fit temper tantrum i shouldn't have to give you this like i shouldn't have to tell you you should just know you should and, just know that you should have bought me the cigarettes out of the kindness of your heart versus uh hey can you go grab these for me like who knows what the original intent was right so i would never expect like if i if i asked somebody a friend a whoever my boyfriend i don't smoke but mm-hmm. if i was like hey can you pick this up for me my expectation is that i would pay for it yeah i mean, I mean that you know what i mean like that's yeah. just it's yeah. not like he's like showering her with hey let me take you out to dinner let me let me do this for yeah. you oh like you asked him for cigarettes and he's telling you how much and you you've hooked up like twice right it's not like you have this long-term <laughs> marriage i mean had a life mate and i've been together for almost eight years and we still will do that for each other like yeah. i'm you know because we don't we don't sh- really share front like we don't share a bank account um and we have our agreements about you know different things that each of us pays or whatever but like sometimes you know it'll be oh here let me get you give you this for that dinner or whatever it was you know here let me reimburse you even though it's kind of like i don't know like but you communicate and that works for your relationship we've been together for almost eight years not on a boat making out with a dude (laughs) right and that's where i'm like okay every couple is going to have their own set of expectations and what however they want to live their lives but like you can't put your expectations upon somebody else without having any sort of communication with them and i feel like i'm seeing a repetitive you know habit and then of course i've I've read about what happened to her about the anxiety medicine like or whatever the narcotic or whatever she had on board that got her fired i haven't gotten that far yet i don't know if it was prescribed or i haven't i, got, I didn't well i haven't watched that season yet either so I don't okay know. so yeah i don't know the details but it makes me wonder like if there's something more going on to her behavior now, like in the earlier seasons, whether it be, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, something related to something. Yeah. That. And I think, I don't know. I think her, her expectation of him, but paying for that, the cigarettes or whatever, I think that was an unreasonable expectation given all the circumstances of their right. quote unquote relationship. Right. I think it was completely unreasonable. And I'm, you know, I'm usually like, whatever your expectations are, I don't know, like, at least communicate them, like you said. But like, right. I think in this case, her expectations were absolutely ludicrous on that then, situation. And she brought her energy, her negative energy to the whole group, you know, and that's what pissed me off. Like, you don't need to throw on, like, put on a show in front of everyone and create drama while everyone is just trying to have a good time. Like, it's not that serious. If he had invited her out to dinner and then was like, let's go Dutch, then I can maybe understand why she'd be a little bit of a bit of That'd like be a, a little problem. weird. Like, if you invite right. someone to dinner and then there's I like... I still don't think it's a good idea to put your shit out there in front of everyone and, and just make a scene like she did. That's... And then, and then of course, she had the panic attack, whatever, anxiety attack, you know, mm-hmm. whatever... I'm not going to, like you said, I'm not going to judge whatever triggered that anxiety attack. She clearly was having something going on and, 
you know, whether it was the, that situation that triggered it or something else or just stress or alcohol. Well, she told Captain Sandy it was triggered by her like relationship status with him. She says, every time I get close to a man, I want to run away and I'm scared. And I was like, okay, like, okay, there's more, you know, there's There's more to that. Yeah, there's. But also then later on, we see a scene with her cuddling with him in bed. And she's like not working. She's having this panic attack. Captain Sandy tells her to lay down and like to basically take the day off, get her, you know, self together and be healthy. And then she's like cuddling with him. And then the next day goes on the tender ride with him for five or six hours and leaves all of her stews behind to do all the work. So I'm just like, I really just, I don't, oh, I don't get it. It was Mm -hmm. fun to watch today. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's a piece of work. (laughs) She is a piece of work. Um, Yeah. I haven't read much about her online. I don't know if people are like half and half, like half of them like her, half of them don't, or if she gets more hate. You know, I don't know. Cause I didn't, I haven't really gone and looked at like the reddits and stuff for, for the below deck med. I only, I, 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 keep it generally to the season that we're covering i'm trying so you know trying to not right. overload my my tiny little pea brain uh, you know we were just talking about our brains being overloaded and i was watching tonight and i felt like last week's episode was like three weeks ago and it was literally last i know week. it really did but it really did i'm like when's the last time we put out an, a, a podcast episode i'm like wait did what? we put one out did we? I'm like, that guest had a head injury. He was in the hospital. Wasn't that a month ago? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was oh, last no. week. <laughs> Literally last week, right before I left town, we posted it. Or no, I posted it from North Carolina. <laughs> we recorded it Monday and I left Wednesday. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh my God. Hashtag what Wednesday? Hashtag what Wednesday? Guess what I'm doing on Wednesday? What? Having my mammogram. Yay! Aren't they fun? Yeah, I um, I'm I, I I'm ashamed to say, but I'm overdue. I was on the every six month plan for a while. Didn't didn't think didn't. I think I was almost to the end of it because they just wanted to continue. My, I had some calcification, mm-hmm. and I had like a full workup and all this stuff. And they said we just want to monitor it for a little bit longer, and then you should go be able to go back to your like normal once a year. And so um. I think I had like one more on that six month rotation and I just, you know, like it, it slipped my mind, whatever. I don't know what happened. And then all of a sudden it's like two years later and I'm like, God damn it. When was the last time I got a mammogram? Oh my God. I'm like, I know so many people around me that are getting diagnosed with breast cancer and it's freaking me out. And I'm like, God damn it. I was really good about this. And then I got, I fell off the wagon on it. So I, I, uh, went and saw my primary care doctor who, um, you know, we talked about all the history and stuff and because it's a new primary care doctor because I lost my other primary care doctor after COVID um, because she left practicing medicine. As I'm many, sure, yeah, just as so many did. Yeah. <laughs> so many. I, I lost like, yeah, I've lost m- many doctors due to, to, to COVID. But anyway, I'm all set. I'm scheduled. I'm going in on Wednesday and they will look at all the things. So yeah. ladies, ladies, go do it. Please, 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 please. Um, yeah. check your girls. Um, anyway. So Good Wednesday, luck. wet Wednesday. So it's funny that you're talking about Hannah. And I I thought it was funny that that's what you were commenting on to me today when you were texting me earlier, just sort of whatever. <laughs> um, because watching this episode tonight of Sailing Yacht, 
I got a little bit of Hannah vibes with Daisy. You and I are on the same <laughs> wavelength. We are vibing. And no, we did not text each other this. We did not at all. I was literally sitting here watching Daisy going, damn, she looks like Hannah right now. She's going a little Hannah vibe there. Yeah. Doing the, thing, the thing that was annoying me the most was how she kept going to everybody with her tale of woe oh my god it's so awful it's so awful gary's so awful ah. and i have to say i'm anti-gary this episode and i'm fully 100 <laughs> captain america he was chase was my favorite this this episode yeah but a little bit colin too but when gary turned on colin because colin didn't back him up because gary was in the wrong on that incident that pissed me off. I was like, oh, no, you don't do that to Colin. Colin's never wrong. Like, don't. <laughs> you don't fuck with our Colin. He's a national goddamn treasure. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was texting one of my coworkers. Uh, she doesn't work with me anymore, but uh, we're, she w- loves this show. And <laughs> I was saying how I felt about Gary. I was like, I just don't get it. I don't get why everyone sleeps with Gary. She's like, I know. I love Colin. I was like, oh, oh I think everybody. Welcome to the club. Yeah. So speaking of how, how everybody loves Colin, where we see Mads telling him, is this this is in the preview, I think, or right? Where she's telling him, like, look, I'm not interested in you at all. Like he's or there's that scene where he's being all like flirty and stuff, and she's just like her interview with the camera is like, mm-mm, nah, this is not me. Mm-mm, right. 100 yeah. <laughs> percent Yeah, she's like, I don't do affection. Oh, <laughs> she's like all this love bombing all this yeah nope not not gonna be me yeah that was funny and then you see her you know trying to flirt with alex so hopefully that goes well you see in the preview for and i know we're totally going backwards here we're talking about the preview before we even talk about the episode but you see um her flirting with alex at the dinner and, and gary being like oh i didn't realize i was jealous it's like you what, what do you have to be jealous of Je- you're jealous of Alex, because Mads likes him and not you, like uh, his ego just got little mm-hmm. damaged. Little yeah, hurt. he doesn't understand the concept of a woman not being into him. <laughs> if I was a dude, I wouldn't want to be friends with him. I'd be scared he would try to steal my girl. Like that's what he does. I feel like he just like doesn't care. Yeah, he's not a good wingman. No, no, he not be a good wingman at no. all. He's Mister mm-hmm. Steal Your Girl. Yeah, I should be on a T-shirt with his face. Hashtag Mister Steal Your Girl. And then the other side, the Tommy Lee of the sea. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Oh, gosh. Um, Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm hoping he redeems himself, like, later in the season where, you know, he'll be like, oh, uh, you know, I was just pissed off at that moment and Colin was right. You know, da-da-da-da-da. Oh, and, like, but, you know, but we digress. Um, (laughs) Did you see that Ben is engaged? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a girl can, a woman can reform a man because we were talking about the difference. And then Ben put on his Instagram that he was with her for four years mm-hmm. and asked her to marry him. And nobody knew that. Nope. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. He had to do his big announcement right after Kate did her big announcement. Okay. I get it. Yep. 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 Maybe yep, yep, yep. Here's my fiance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then Kate posted, I don't know if you saw it on her story. She posted a picture, uh, or she like, you know, the picture of the baby and then wrote something like, yes, she will make a good stepmom or something <laughs> like, <laughs> in response to everyone saying that Ben's fiance will be a good stepmom. Right, right, right. Because God. Ben is clearly the dad. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I mean, I, I, I'm still holding out hope. 
right? Like, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> the broadcast will be right back. And now. Hey, broadcasters! Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu. Back to the show. Um. Anyway, let's go to the beginning of this episode. Yes. So we're talking season four, episode six, Clash and Burn. And on the previous episode, we see the gas guard in the hospital for many hours to get stitches after the water sport accident and Daisy having a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of this episode, we see Alex and Lucy doing yoga on the beach while everyone is running around the yacht, like well, chickens with their heads cut off. Well, of. well, Daisy's having a meltdown because Glenn required one of the stews go to the beach, but then the guests weren't ready to go. So it ends up being like two hours before <laughs> the guests go out there. So they're just sitting out there for two hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. It's like they're doing a lot of yoga enjoying themselves all right then we see um alicia caught like cutting up the filet which she calls a fillet which is super cool because i've never heard any accent um, a fillet. he calls it that too and and i think um yeah australia i've heard it on on only on the show of course only on below deck where they where they do that and so and i think it was in an episode somewhere where they talked about calling it filet fillet like it was mentioned super might have been like adventure anyway yeah i love it well she's doing that all the guests are on the beach they were enjoying themselves for a while before jake fell out of his chair food goes everywhere they have no wing bone bowl to put their <laughs> <We> have- <laughs> the boneyard don't we always call it the boneyard because boneyard. <laughs> we're like super dorky i don't know <laughs> but like at buffalo wild wings you get the boneyard the but, boneyard. but seriously like i would i don't know I, w- I wouldn't be pretentious like Mr. Chain guy. I'm on a boat. I'm oh, my I already chain. wrote down that quote. I'm like, God, I hate this guy so much. He says it later, too. Ooh, yeah, I wrote it. Oh, don't you worry. I wrote down the oh, rap. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. He's not as good as the uh, dude that raps on the Mediterranean season I've been watching. Oh, okay. There. Um, <laughs> so everyone thinks the guests aren't happy because of that, but whatever. 
because they're acting like assholes. I don't yeah. have anywhere to put my bones. Oh no, the world is ending. I have to have it touch my food. Oh no. Oh I, mean, I don't mean to sound pretentious, but all right, you well, you do sound pretentious, chain boy. I don't want to put my bone in the same bowl I ate out of. Okay. Aren't you all family? Like, whatever. Anywho, then we see in the galley, um, Alicia cuts her finger pretty bad, and then she talks about how she almost cut her thumb off in the past. Scary. Yep. All right. Then, I would totally be the chef that cut, chops her finger off. Oh, 100%. I'd get, when I get weeded, I get really confused, and then I just... I do a whole bunch of shit at once and everything gets destroyed. It looks like a tornado ran through wherever I am. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when I'm busy, I'm just like stuff's everywhere and mm-hmm. I don't focus. And I, same, same. Stuff. I get bruises all over my body from work. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I I'm not, I mean, I'm not a chef and I have, um, sliced, like almost sliced the tip of my finger off just cutting cheese. Cause <laughs> cheese can be dangerous though. It's so hard sometimes. And and then yeah. yeah like my girlfriend had to like who works in like an er she worked at the er she happened to have like the glue sticks that you can like glue your finger back your skin back together yeah. she had those and so she cleaned it out and dressed it for me and everything. hey macgyvered it yep she basically did oh. but i'm not a chef um and yeah no there's a reason why i'm not a well many reasons why i'm not a chef <laughs> Yeah. Well, then we see uh, Chase, I don't want to say oversleeping his shift, but it was like 3.30 and Gary was like, where's Chase? And he goes in and Chase was like, hey, you told me. It was like 2.30 and yeah. he and, told him 3.30. And then they would do a replay and actually show that Chase was right. And you can feel the tension that's been going on between Chase and Gary this whole mm-hmm. season. Right. And Chase said, even when I'm right, I'm wrong when it comes yeah. to Gary. And I don't understand why there's so much tension between them. Because, like, Chase seems really, like, bubbly, outgoing. Like, and that's exactly why I think Gary's threatened by him. Yeah, makes sense. Definitely. He's a threat. I think, you know, he doesn't, he, he's he got to assert his dominance and, you know, and all that. So this is his, his I'm going to, this is, there. He you know, Gary's trying to, you know, pee on everything. Marcus and territory. Chase, and Chase doesn't isn't really playing so he you know so he's not like peeing back but he's you know moving out of the way (laughs) makes sense yeah uh and then we see gary trying to flirt with mads and that's what we're talking about earlier and wasn't really working she's just kind of like whatever (laughs) my my favorite part was too is when one of my favorite parts is when the guests wanted to take a picture of the quote man bun crew I, I didn't even realize that all three, Colin, Gary, and uh, Colin, Alex, all had yep. man buns and they were just in the picture together. They all, I, I have to say, those three together, though, are very attractive. They are. They are. There's not an unattractive bunch. Yeah. Okay. Then we see Lucy ironing and she ruined the guest dress by burning it, which doesn't make sense to me because the tag apparently said you could iron it and whatever the steam shouldn't have hurt it so that means like what was lucy at, or mads actually doing was it lucy or mad lucy, lucy that, did it. like what was she actually was she using the steam setting or was she using something else like what what she probably you- was doing it and wasn't paying attention or something yeah. and like and the dress was like acetate <laughs> and just like, open flames i felt so bad too because they said it was the guest who was at the hospital with her husband right <laughs> oh my god these two cannot win like these poor people 
They need a redemption charter. Bravo, if you're listening, give these guests a free charter. Yeah, bring them back for another charter. Yeah. That they don't have to pay for. Yeah. And so the guests wanted to have Captain Glenn and Gary eat dinner with them that night. Mm-hmm. And the crew was not super happy about Gary sitting down to begin with. I think some of them were jealous and some of them were like, what the hell? But at the end of the day, it's it's their tip. So they're going to do whatever the guests right. want. Right. Which, which, like, okay, like, yes, they're losing the the hand, right? You know, if he's eating dinner, he can't help with other stuff. But ultimately, you know, they're all there for the guest experience. And that's what the guests want. That's what the guests are going to get. And they shouldn't bitch about it so much. I think right. that particular thing. It's not like Gary invited himself to dinner. Right. It's, you know, um, it, but, but, you know, he couldn't help that part. But it was the later part that Colin calls him out on that I was like, huh, yeah, see that? That was exactly. I know damn well if I get to sit down for two hours while my coworkers are running around. As soon as I'm done sitting down eating, I'm gonna go and ask, be like, yeah. "What do you like? You're what can you to help?" Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not smoke a cigarette and run away, but you know. Well, you know, he'd been sitting down for two hours. It'd been two hours since he could have a cigarette, so he had to go have another one. He what's had to go that, smoke after dinner. What's the best thing to have after a delicious three or four course meal? A cigarette. I would know. I used to smoke. Same. Delicious <laughs> cigarette Same. Hey, after a good meal. A cigarette <laughs> is mighty good. Right. Yeah. But it but, was kind of a dick move for him to do 100%. that. Oh, I didn't hear you. Bullshit, you heard. Yeah. Yeah. So as they're eating, the food is kind of taking a long time in between courses. So Captain Glenn is using his charming techniques to try to distract them from noticing how much time is passing. And but they didn't seem too upset about it. Whatever. I will say that the the dessert gelato bar was kind of cool with the dry uh, ice. Yeah. I had that before on a yeah. That looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So then like we talked about Gary runs away. Colin looks pissed. And Daisy's like, come on, we want to go to bed. We want to go to bed. They needed Gary's help. Right. Cause they needed to finish what they were or they needed to do this whatever thing. Award ceremony. Award ceremony thing that I that since the last episode seems a month and a half ago, I forget why the guests wanted him to do this award thing. <laughs> but yeah. but he had to do this and then so the sooner they did it, the sooner it could be done and they could go to bed. But so that's so like yeah. So well, the like, award ceremony was dumb as hell. It's like it's like Oprah when she gives away everything to everyone. You get an award. You get an award. You get best accent. You're the best <laughs> accent. Yeah. You have. <laughs> okay, I got the straight A's. Totally get that. But I'm like, okay, does everybody? And then I was like, this is stupid. What? what? Are they yeah, that's why I, I couldn't remember why they wanted an award. I don't know. I don't it looked like the the paper plate awards that the kids give out at school to each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, high schoolers give it. I mean, whatever. I just I don't remember hearing the guests ask about this for this, so I don't remember anything about it. But uh, these guests drive me crazy anyway because you know, chain bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so after the award ceremony, Daisy confides in Colin. And she's just kind of letting out some of her frustrations around Gary and just the whole evening and day, really, about how it all went down. And he's kind of taking her side. And so she appreciates him listening. He's giving her a hug. 
I was kind of feeling some some vibes at that moment. I was like, what's I don't know, something's going on, maybe. Mm-hmm. Is it starting? Is it starting? Well, I think, I think so. they're they're definitely setting the scene because she's talking about how, you know, he was receptive to her. And then you see him telling Gary he was in the wrong. And so you're setting up this, like, you know, this this threesome, whatever. Even mm-hmm. Okay, I'll talk about this when we get to the tip meeting. <laughs> yeah. So then we see Chase on Anchor Watch and he's singing to himself and having a good old time. I'm just liking him more and more. I'm like, this guy's fun. Good like, old Captain America. Yeah, I like yeah. him. I liked him this episode. And he talks about how he used to clean dump to clean dump trucks for ten dollars an hour and would get shit up his nose, and this is nothing, and that he doesn't <laughs> mind cleaning a yacht. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah he's a hardworking guy. All right. Little young for me, little young. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> then the guests are packing up the next day, and that's when the primary says, <clears throat> and I <clears throat> quote, My name is John. I'm on a boat. My chain's so heavy, it hurt my throat. And I was like, I'm gonna throw up right now. I, I want you to redo that. Okay. We'll put some we'll put some background music on it. I'll start scratching. It's not rap at all. <laughs> My name is John. I'm on a boat. My chain's so heavy, it hurt my throat. <laughs> that was the best. That guy was such a tool. He was such a dick. I was like, I can somebody throw his necklace in the water like Titanic? <laughs> and then the movie, just like chuck it in the water and we never see it again. <laughs> Anyways, and then this is how obnoxious he is. Captain Glenn is trying to dock the boat. Mm-hmm. And he's talking, interrupting, asking questions. I'm like, read the room, bro. Read the room. He's, he's like, like, oh, my friend does this on Lake Michigan. And then because he's trying, he's doing that. Captain yeah. Glenn. <laughs> like, they miss the cues. They can't, you know, hear what they're doing. Captain Glenn is too nice. If it were Captain Lee, he'd be like, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I could just see, like, finally Captain- shut the fuck up. <laughs> Captain Lee would have just like nipped it in the butt, like right there. Like just because like, he's Ooh. hammering the whole freaking docking is like a complete goat screw. <laughs> like, what? What did you do? God, I was just like, this is this guy, this guy. Mm-hmm. And all right, so they do safely dock the boat. Everyone's okay, and Gary in his own little magical fantasy world it was like that was the one of the best charters yet and everyone's looking at each other like are you where the fuck have you been you sat in the wheelhouse the entire time and did nothing <laughs> yeah then you ate dinner with them and, and then you emceed a show an award show <laughs> smoked a cigarette uh, and um, then the guests say goodbye and everyone's glad they're gone and we go into the tip meeting we'll be right back and now Back to the broadcast. They're talking about what, you know, oh, Alicia, you could, you know, the courses were coming out a little slow. And she's like, yeah, I noticed I was definitely, you know, behind my game a little bit, you know, and I need to definitely can work on that, blah, 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 blah. When he starts talking about the interior or whatever, and Daisy has her breakdown, she pulls mm-hmm. her Hannah, right? I think at least Hannah's, I think, was precipitated by... I like it was it was more foreseeable for me. It seemed more reasonable for her because she was, I think, so exhausted. I could totally feel the frustration in her, right? Like she breaks down crying, just steps out of the room. She's like, she's not mad necessarily about the criticism. Like she's just so exhausted and everything is just so like, nah. 
it was just the straw, right? Like I totally get that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've all I've had my moments where I've wanted, but you know, they're stuck on a boat together. You can't yeah. just leave and go cry. You away can't go into the walk-in scream and come back out, right? Right. You're living. <laughs> so, who's the first person that goes running after her? Gary. Gary. And Glenn's like, oh, I'm going to go check on her. And it's like, everybody's going to check on her. She's like, dude, no, she went away because she wants to gather her. She needs like two minutes to gather herself away from you fools. Give her that. And don't come chasing after her. And, oh, it's we all get these problems. And and I think Colin, hero that he is, misread the situation, didn't have the empathy for the situation. Everybody else was like, oh, that's frustration. Oh, yeah. I think the boys were a little overloading on it. Notice the girls weren't chasing after her because they get it. Right. Guys are like, oh, it's woman emotional. And that me the fuck off because they were, oh, she's so emotional. It's like she just had a frustration moment. Like, well, I think in, in the guy's mind too is like guys just want to fix shit they yeah. don't understand that like we just need to vent and just yeah. work through some stuff so like in Colin's mind he's like okay she's having a break this is me speaking she's having a breakdown okay well what do we need to do in the future how do we fix this we fix it by okay we need to focus on this this and this it's like bro we don't need you to fix it right now there's nothing mm-hmm. to fix and nothing was then. wrong like right. she wasn't, ha- and you know, Colin trying to be the hero and be like, oh, well, you know, we all did, we all did a great job, but there's all, there's areas we can all work on. And I, and right. I get what he was trying to do by saying it was all of us. Not the right moment. But not the right moment. It There wasn't a problem. It wasn't the problem of Daisy getting criticism about the interior, because I'm sure she would love to hear ways that she could work smarter and make it not as frustrating. But that moment, she just needed to let it go, and there was nothing to fix. There wasn't something broken that needed fixing. She needed to step away from you fucking assholes for a second, and then she'd come back. And you saw her. She pulled herself together, and she was fine. She just needed the moment. So, guys, take this as a lesson for the two men that listen to this show. (laughs) The rest are women, according to our demographics. Um, Yeah, like, dudes... Sometimes we just need a minute in yeah. that situation. Go back and watch the scene as a, as a, as a primer on what not to do. None of the women chase after her. Okay. R- go to them, read them. Those are her friends. Those are her allies. Those are her confidants. If and did you notice not, from them? Did you notice that when they sat there and didn't chase after her, that they didn't criticize her, that they were like, they yeah. were pretty supportive. Like, yeah, we know, you know, there's some room improvement, like whatever, whatever. But they didn't once say this is Daisy's fault or Daisy's overreacting or no, no, it was. They didn't okay. say anything one way or the other about it right. because it, it was, it would have been a non-issue had you just let it happen. But yeah. because you guys are all trying to be Captain Sabaho, you had to go and fucking try to rescue her and she didn't need goddamn rescuing because she's yeah. not a fucking princess. Right. In a Disney movie. Okay. We don't need fucking rescuing. Speaking of princesses, though, I think that there's the difference between Daisy and Hannah is I think Hannah's a princess mm-hmm. and I don't think Daisy has. I don't not right. that you are saying that, but I'm completely no, 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 but I, I, agree. I think I, I agree with you what you're saying. Yeah, like I feel like Daisy really is a hard worker and really is, for the most part, focused. Well, right. if she works on sailboats, right, which means she knows how to sail. And sailing is a lot more physical thing than just riding around on a motor yacht. Not saying those who 
stew or our deckhands on motor yacht versus a sailboat, you know, not saying one works harder than the other. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm just saying is it's different. Like if you're sailing, you you're pulling lines, especially on smaller boats, right? You're, you're running your, you, the kinds of bruises you come back with, like, cause you got cleats all over your, you know, you're throwing your body overboard, trying to, you know, counteract the heel. If you're, especially if you're racing, you know, there's a lot of, physical bumping around and all that stuff and then i don't see hannah doing that kind of work you know she's gonna pour herself some champagne and you know sit on her on her on her uh whatever yeah and ultimately the guests were happy because they left a twenty three thousand dollar tip so i think it goes to show like what happens how you handle situations like things are always going to go wrong you cannot ever have a perfect experience it's just not going to happen there's going to be something that's out of your control and it's just how you handle each situation and what you do for the guests right um unless you're assholes like the people that i just saw on med deck like a few seasons ago talking about give me my peanuts where are my nuts did you hear about those guests that's a whole nother thing um i don't remember it was like one of the worst guests in like the the history of this whole franchise med or the whole franchise i think one of the worst in the whole friend like in the whole everything that they it was so bad that the charter guests came like on their facebooks and made a personal apology that nobody even listened to or believed it was that bad i'll have to send you the link Uh, okay okay all right all right so after the twenty three thousand dollar tip there's some tension kind of brewing i feel like between the crew Mm-hmm. The guys are all like well daisy's uh, you know this and that and whatever daisy's a hyper emotional uh hysterical female God damn and then, yeah and then colin is telling gary like he shouldn't have smoked at that time which he's absolutely right he said it in a nice way and gary yeah. storms off and they're buds which yeah. gary seems to take his license like oh if you're buds you're not allowed to call him out or anything it was like no that's not true if you're buds you should be able to like you can call me out on something it's better your friend having a conversation with you than your enemy or, or somebody at your boss. Like, I'd rather have my friend come to me and tell me, hey, right. you know, it's not cool compared to somebody else. Yeah, because then I'm going to, you know, also I'd be like, if my friend thought that but didn't tell me anything, then I'd be, feel like a, an asshole, you me know? Too. Yep. <laughs> like, like, and then I'd be like, okay, like if you did, when you do eventually find out. You know, like, oh, wait, were they faking their friendship with me? Did they look what, you know, but if you can call, you know, he and he called him out nicely on it, you know, exactly. and, and Gary took that as, oh, you broke the bro code or something. And um, this is where like, Gary's just immature in a lot of ways. It's just really pisses me off. But I think it's funny that Chase and Alex are sitting there drinking their beers. Like Chase is like w- wondering why all the heads of departments are imploding, and they're like, "It's good to not be the boss and just yeah. like <laughs> relaxing, having a Seriously. beer." Seriously, <laughs> I you know though I have mad respect for that. You know, there's something to be said for being the middle. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you're not the bottom of the barrel, but you're not the top. You're not. That's above my pay grade. Is one of my favorite things to say. <laughs> so. Yep. Hey, I just write it up. I give it to you. You guys make the decision. I make a recommendation and you make the decision. That's why you get paid the big bucks, not me. Exactly. And then we see next time Mads possibly hooking up with both or either Gary or Alex. Because we see Alex maybe walking into her room. But Mm -hmm. then we see Gary like on top of her, like 
throwing her legs up in the air and i'm like whoa yeah. what is happening yeah because they when they got drunk the other time is when they hooked up so gary thinks she likes him and she just i think was drunk and hooking up because she right. got, you know, whatever and I, I i'm i don't know like maybe that's what's happening again is they're both just drunk and like the last people standing and so everybody else went to bed and they're there so it might as well like i don't know yeah and then we see part of the boat smoke boat smoking which i don't know if it was the engine or what yeah it looks like a serious fire or some sort of issue about to start so then he's like oh my god you know i'm drifting into shallow waters and all yeah like they lost their engine and something happened with it Ah, the the macgyver rigged uh engine that they had the issues with them in the beginning i hope it's not that i hope it's not i hope it's something completely different in that colin's thing holds i don't want it to be colin I want him to be the MacGyver of the world and fix everything. I know. Fix me. <laughs> Come fix me, dear. Uh, He's so hot. I, I can't believe I didn't see it at first. <laughs> so hot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe just because, you know, he's single this time and the other seasons you didn't see it because he you know it was always girlfriend and he just gives off that air that like oh he's too cool like you're you're not gonna like mess with him if he's got a girlfriend he's got a girlfriend that's you're not true gonna, like, i didn't even right so i'm not even focused on him because he was in a relationship right right and he's not the type that was like gonna cheat on her you know and that's what i respect too is when he did have the girlfriend he was very loyal to her i mean yeah, he, there was never any even questionable behavior he wouldn't even get in the hot tub with other women remember it's what i remember he barely like would get in. He was like not wanting to be alone with anything. He was just like going to bed early kind of guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, they, like, which I mean, to be fair, I mean, if you're with somebody that you're in love with, like, like I mean, I'd rather come home and curl up with my husband and dogs and watch TV than uh, go out with my coworkers after work, right? Right. So, I mean. If it were him, you know, he may be like that, be like, I don't know. Like, I just, I'd rather, I don't really want to hang out and get drunk and stupid with you guys. So I'm just going to go to bed. Like, yeah, definitely. You know, everybody wants to get drunk and do stupid things. I mean, I don't know who they are because I was always getting drunk and doing stupid shit. So I don't don't know. I don't know who these (laughs) people allegedly are, but allegedly there's people out there that don't need to drink excessively and do stupid (laughs) things. I can't. At 38, I'll have like three drinks and I'll be done. I'll be like asleep. <laughs> oh, lordy, yep. lordy, lordy. So, um, so that was what, what, what's, what episode was that? that six. Was like episode six. Okay. But I feel like it was like, maybe it's because it's only like their third charter. I'm like, oh, it's the season's just beginning. But maybe it's just because the charter season's like, or it's still early in the charter season. <laughs> Yeah, and plus they've been splitting up charters between two episodes now yeah and it just it seems like not as much is happening in each episode yeah and yeah so like i mean like our, our us recording like half the time this was been taken up by talking about below deck med you know just yeah there wasn't isn't a ton of substance each episode so you know it is what it is so mm-hmm. well um so I guess we will be back here next week with the next episode of Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.